0: It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Takovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacobas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tecovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tecovas.com. That's Tecovas, dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: three five one zero three zero zero 0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Wind down with Janet Kramer and iHeartRadio podcast.
0: All right. Today's episode, we have Dr. Wendy Walsh on. She's a relationship expert. She's got over a million followers on TikTok about um, you know, divorce, co-parenting. We are a hot there mess today, God. Wendy. Can we just start with that? Oh, and she looks beautiful. Yeah. You look stunning. <laughs> oh, my goodness you. gracious. How are you? Good, good, good. How are you? <sighs> well, I'm gonna, I need to settle <laughs> in. Breathe. I need to breathe. I, it was one of those days where I just feel like I'm going, like, at a million miles per minute. And it's summertime. We're supposed to be relaxing. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah I <laughs> forgot look about that. that. Ooh.
3: Whoops. <laughs> it's high summer, mid-July. It doesn't get more like lay around and be lazy and eat fruit, but we're not mm. doing it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that sounds great, but it's like, you mm. know, um, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's, uh, so, yeah, so when you ask me, like, how am I doing, it's like, it's one of those days where, you know, I went into a walk-in today because I was kind of feeling a little rundown from all my travel. I'm like, I was convinced I had strep throat. I didn't. So then I'm like, angry that I spent an hour and a half wasting my time, you know, for exactly. something that's just probably a little drainage. And then, you know, rush. I went to an appointment. Then I'm rushing. I'm like, oh god, god! I'm like, I gotta get back. But like, it's like you know when you get in front of those slow drivers. That I'm like, no, 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 no! Please, god, come on! Like, throw <laughs> me a bone here. Get him out of my way, <laughs> This slow driver.
3: You know, I- I actually teach health psychology and frequent daily hassles are actually worse for our health than even big catastrophes. Really? Mm. Yeah. So it's the combination of just constant traffic and spill your coffee on your favorite blouse and marks at you or whatever, you know, (laughs) it's like that constant stream that keeps us in kind of a a minor fight or flight at all times which is chronic stress that causes inflammation and causes disease. Oh. Um, and interesting enough, huh. when there's big catastrophes like a fire and earthquake, you often have communities of people that come together and there's some benefits of so the- mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that because, you know, I, I, I hate being late. I hate, you know, I hated even the thought of like having you wait. And I texted, I had to text the photo of the, the, the road blockage. <laughs> I was like, I'm already late. I'm like, are you Kidding me? This road is never blocked, and then I get up here and I spill my topo chico. It starts exploding. Out. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm ta- I'm tapping out. So how am I? I don't really know at this moment, <laughs> but I think I'm tapped.
3: <laughs> I solved. The, I'm a a really punctual person too, and I solved it by just always planning to be thirty minutes early wherever I go. Yeah. Like if they say something starts at whatever, I start. In fact, 30 minutes ago, I poured myself a cup of coffee and made some breakfast and sat here. I'm like, okay, feed windows opening.
0: Oh, <laughs> and then we were late. And then we were late. Yeah. God, I wish, Wendy, I'm That's so sorry. That's number one
4: stressor, by the way. Being late? 1,000%. Yeah. I will yell at my kids. I will become someone. I will just, and they're like, whoa. And I'm like, we cannot be late. I, I cannot stand it. Number one stressor. By and far. we can't
3: control the traffic.
4: So. Yeah. Oh, it drives me crazy. Yeah.
0: I think it's like a respect thing too. Yeah. Like I hate when people are late. I don't know. It's just it, I, I feel disrespected when, mm-hmm. unless it's like something obviously that's like out of their control. Yeah. But. Ugh, anyway. Okay. So anyway,
3: way to reframe that. Oh, I would love late that. On me, I think I just found a gift of new time because now we're at a place where we can take a few minutes and meditate. Mm. We can look at our phone and, and give ourselves the gift of TikTok for five minutes. I mean, there's all kinds of things we can do now to just go, hey, I just got free time. I didn't know I had.
0: Oh, that's a great reframe. Thank you, Wendy. I love yeah. that. Cause I <laughs> I love that. Thank you. So you recently just put out what, like a forum a base about divorce, about the benefits yeah, so of divorce. I
3: have I've got like over a million followers on TikTok and I started pulling some of them behind a paywall. And we have a Patreon Zoom room that I do once a week for those people who like to be real and face-to-face like this. Mm -hmm. And um, so I have a couple hundred people on my Patreon and probably 20 show up to my Zoom room. So I kind of advertise it once a week and do a different topic and do a little slideshow, a little presentation because I'm a teacher. And so I think it was two or three weeks ago we did, um, are there benefits to divorce? Mm. And I dug through the research and for some people, there are lots of benefits.
0: What were some of the benefits that you, that you saw in your research?
3: Well, the benefits are more for women than men. Uh, There's so much research that divorce is really hard on men. Their rates of addiction go up. They just don't have the social support. And when women leave, they take the social capital with them. And so as a result, men often experience much more isolation are not used to reaching out for mental health services or talking to their guy friends so they turn to alcohol or drugs right and so actually the research shows that um the the highest uh, group of who die by suicide are divorced men when compared what? to married men or never married men so it's not good for men. You know, you know it's really
0: so interesting say? that you said that too is i was just on the phone with um a friend of mine he's uh he's been divorced for couple years. And, um, I had, he called, he called me, but I was on the phone with my ex-husband. So of course, cause we were trying to figure out some summer schedule stuff. And, um, you know, when the kids are, when, when, we were going to put Jace back in preschool and just a few other logistics about if we were going to do dance competition or, you know, just like talking through the, the things of a co-parenting relationship now needs to have. And, um, well, I guess any relationship would have to have those conversations, but anyways, so, this other guy is calling me and it's a friend and, and, um, but I'm like, well, I decline it. Cause obviously talking to the ex-husband, but when I call him back and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I actually just had a really good conversation with my ex-husband. Sorry. I was just on the phone with him. And we were just talking through some of the stuff and he goes, girls are so much better at that. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, well, it's just so great that you can have a good conversation with them. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I feel like you know, I've I've let go of things, and now we can actually joke a little bit on the phone, and we we're at that kind of place. Um, and he was just like, I he goes, I just think girls can compartmentalize their feelings a little bit more too around it, whereas like a guy, he's like, I I want blunt force trauma and to like fall <laughs> off a, a, a bridge when I'm talking to my ex wife. It's like they can't. Is like women can be like, okay, th- we have to discuss this topic and I can set aside my feelings for you and put them over here. And then I'm going to go do this over here. And I'm like, that's a very interesting point he made. Cause I'm like that, that is, I think what I was doing too, because I can compartmentalize, but is that seen, is that a normal thing for females to be able to well, do? Actually, versus man?
3: Research, men are better at compartmentalizing. Women are better at multitasking, but what women are is much more relational. So mm basically what you did is put your kids first. Mm. You're like, at this point, my kids thriving and whether they get to their vacation or preschool or dance competition is more important than my resentment for him. And so you were focusing on that relationship and knowing what you needed to get out of him to get his participation. Yeah. I
0: think something too with that is something that I learned when the whole father's day thing happened. Cause like, you know, he didn't wish me a happy mother's day, but then a father's day, I'm like, you know what? For me, it's like, I think you have to separate the man and then the husband or the, with well, the ex-husband, like the father from the ex-husband. So I'm like, at the end of the day, he's a great father. So let's separate my feelings towards him as an ex-husband and yep. look at him more as the father of my kids.
3: And exactly. like, that's and been like a
0: huge thing for me here's to separate. A couple tricks
3: I did so that's, why I'm kid. like, happy
0: father's day because you are a great father, you know? Yep. Yeah.
3: And also encourage them to celebrate him on Father's Day, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because they are half him. Okay, but and if you say anything bad about him, you're insulting your kids.
0: Yeah, and I and I and I did. I got I made them cards. We even got them a little present. Aww. It just semi hurts knowing that on Mother's Day I don't get anything from them, from the kids, from him. I don't even get a Happy Mother's Day text. And it's like I'm not doing it for that, but I'm like it would be nice to be acknowledged.
4: He doesn't even have the
0: kids get you anything. No. Oh, I'm sorry. That's nope. You tough. know
3: who does take over for that is the schools. Mm. The schools make So they, make they did, and fun. I
0: did <laughs> get something from the school and I appreciated that. But I'm like, in my mind, I really wanted to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna text him or we're not gonna make that. I go, you know what? It's not about me. It's mm-hmm. not about my feelings towards my ex. It's about the the you know, the experience of my kids being like, Hey, let's write a card for daddy. Let's get him a little something, you know? And but and in my mind, I'm like, just be prepared. Like, it it hurts on Mother's Day that I don't get that same thing. Like, I don't care. You don't wish me happy birthday. That's fine. I don't wish you were born either. He doesn't wish. That's <laughs> fine. Don't <laughs> wish me. But like, but a happy Mother's Day. Like, I am the mother of your children. And he is the father. Of, so so for me, I'm learning how to separate the husband and the man.
3: Yeah, you got to separate it. And the you father. You know what I did on Mother's Day? I've been a single mom for 17 years mm-hmm. is – um. I just always booked a spa day and mm. practice self-care
0: mm-hmm. on father's do. day or, or on mother's day,
3: On mother's day, okay. On mother's
0: day. Well, cause now oh, here's, wow. here's what I think now. Cause like mother's day, I'm like, I got the kids. I don't get to have that relaxing. Like nobody <laughs> makes me breakfast in the morning. You know, like I'm like single mom. Life, no, it's if like, it's like, go
3: out to one of those expensive brunches. We f- can pay. for <laughs> Exactly.
0: Exactly. I'm like, this is like, how did it, like, I'm like, so father's but now day. father's day <laughs> is yeah. my mother's day. Cause I'm like, yeah. here you go. Have fun golfing with your two kids. Because <laughs> if you were still married to me, I would have kept him home. Happy <laughs> oh, <yeah. True. laughs> <to> Father's Day. <laughs> so like Father's Day has now become my Mother's Day, um, and it's yeah, exactly. glorious. Self core <laughs>
4: That's amazing. I also think as your kids get older, that they will be able to kind of spark that a little bit too. Like, hey, Daddy, we should do something for Mom for Mother's Day. You know, as they get older, they're still young.
0: Really, you think kids would do that?
4: I think that if they're taught that, yes. Mm, I think that nice. if you teach them like, hey, let's think about daddy for Father's Day. Hey, let's think about daddy right, for this. Modeled then. It's modeled and then they'll start kind of thinking that way too.
3: And he may not see it through, the other but kids yeah. Talk about yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, it's a job that's a lot of work and no pay. And that's that. At the end of the day, <laughs> Truth. the meaning is how they turn out as good people who like themselves. That's all you want.
0: Would you say in that form then that you're an advocate for divorce? No. Uh,
3: the research is very clear. Even two unhappy parents uh, produce better kids than single mm. parents uh, when they're bickering. Now, when the <sighs> nest is toxic for children that may include um, addiction, chronic cheating, uh, domestic violence, child abuse, all that kind of stuff, obviously divorce is better for children. But uh, kids can pretty much deal with bickering parents and thrive. Uh, also, the big problem that happens with divorce with most people is that the cost of maintaining two houses is so much greater than one, and women tend to take the biggest economic hit. And so children are thrown into poverty more often than not. When, um, and there are more moves. Um, children of divorce are more likely to have early onset of sexual behavior, more uh, acad- lower academic achievement, more likely to use drugs and alcohol. All that research is, is very, very clear. Um, so I'm not an advocate for divorce. However, when the nest is toxic, when it's time to move on, there are some benefits.
0: Well, shit. (laughs) Well, (laughs) as as two divorces right here.
3: (laughs) I looked at those statistics and I just chose to compensate. So I put my own Mm. romantic life uh, on the back burner because I did not want to risk dragging my kids through a poor romantic choice that I might ever make. And I Mm. gave my children the most expensive thing I had, which was my time. And so therefore I took career hits. Uh, There were two times where my two daughters and I lived in a studio apartment uh, because I didn't want to take a big job that would involve a lot of travel and away from them. And I'm very proud to tell you that my daughter recently wow. graduated from That's Harvard great. and the other one uh, who was on the autism spectrum, she'd probably test off it now because I got so many interventions early. She has two jobs now and her driver's license and her own little car. So I'm just so proud
0: awesome. of my kids. That's great. And you, you said you chose not to date during yeah. their-
3: I took big gaps from dating. And if I did date, I never exposed my kids to it. Mm-hmm it was really funny because when my kid registered to go or like applied to go to harvard she didn't want to but i'm like you have to you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take you got to at least throw your hat in that ring right mm-hmm. and she's like mom because she's so money conscious because i was a single mom and she's like it costs like 175 dollars just for the application i'm like i'll pay it I'll pay mm-hmm. it. just do it and so i happen to know a certain famous guy in the intellectual literary community and i asked him would you write the letter of reference for her and he said, sure. And so later uh, she gets in and the person the, whatever they call it, the admissions officer said, oh, my God, I can't believe who wrote your letter of reference. And my kid says to me later, how do you know him, mom? I said, oh, I dated him. Yeah. How? When? Where? I go, oh, I drop you at your dad's and run to LAX. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: never knew. <laughs>
0: oh, my God, that's so cute. Wait, LAX. are you still dating him?
3: No, 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 no. I have a wonderful, fabulous boyfriend now for the last two years. Um, And here's another little bit of advice. Choose somebody whose kids are around the same age. So his Mm, kids are, I have one college age. He has one college age. He has one already launched. I have one already launched so that our kids are dealing with the same things Mm. at the same time. So.
0: That's, yeah, that's, that's a good tip. That's a really good tip. Was, is there Is there a part of you when you hear like statistics like that? You're like (laughs)
4: freaking out a little bit. It's fine.
0: (laughs) But also it's okay. So I I hear the statistics. I get that. Mm -hmm. And also I go, well, but should two? I just, I don't agree that two unhappy people should stay married just for kids. I think that can cause issues in relationships moving forward in their life with their partner you know because yeah, so
3: if the the missing piece that you're talking about is modeling a healthy relationship for your kids mm-hmm. right So when you become a single parent, you've got to make one of two choices. No, but I'm saying if you were to
0: stay, right? Because you said that- No, if you were to stay. So let's
3: talk about- So the thing that's missing, Mm -hmm. if you stay in a bickering relationship, I use the word bickering because that sounds a lot- It's a different kind of relationship than an abusive
0: relationship. What about loveless? I mean, loveless is- When people don't even love it, like you're just passing. Like that to me is like- Your
3: roommates. Your roommates whose job is to raise the kids, the statistics say the kids will do fine. Uh, And so- Mm. Uh, they'll do better than with one single parent. So then if that couple separates and then you're a single parent, you have to, one decision to make. If kids have missed getting to see a model of a healthy relationship, then you either create a blended family where they all the kids can see, or you wait like I did. Um, because here's the thing, our model for love is in our head is made up of three relationships. The relationship we had with our mother, the relationship we had with our father and the relationship that we witnessed between the two of them. So if you take out that one, the one they witnessed between the two of them because of divorce, you can still, you know, one stable, good, consistent, attached and bonded parent can compensate so much because they create that model for love in the kid that this is what a secure attachment feels like.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I mean, I I hear that. And I obviously the statistics say that. um, And I think for me, and the reason that I left my marriage was a, you know, I saw a marriage, you know, what I saw in my parents was a loveless marriage. And then I kind Mm. of repeated the behavior. And I didn't want my kids to think that that was a healthy the way that it should be. So I think that what I hear from that is now I just have work to do on how I Go about that in the future and whether exactly. that is how you a, make your next yeah. choice, mm-hmm. how you
3: learn relationship skills. So, he, second marriages uh, so, first marriages have a 50% divorce rate, second marriages have a 60% divorce rate, third marriages have a 73% She's divorce. Fucked. Rate. <laughs> <laughs> <You're>
2: just- <laughs> because
3: divorce does not teach you how to choose a better partner, sure. divorce does not teach you how to be a better partner, divorce teaches you that you can survive. Di- so let's go back to benefits of divorce. The benefits of divorce are you can do practice some self-growth. You can go to therapy. You can figure out what your piece of it was mm-hmm. so that you don't make that mistake or choose that kind of partner. If we go through life unconsciously, we choose the same relationship dynamic over and over again until we solve it. Um, that person may drive a different car and wear a different shirt, but uh, basically the feeling you have in the relationship is the same if your model for love involves you know, some form of a disordered attachment style.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Kova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel hats, bags, and more. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots.
1: 3510300 and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: It's just so hard being a parent in, but muscle also muscle. staying in something that's not healthy, but then you want to protect your kids. Like you're and then somehow some way or another, you're gonna mess your kids up somehow. There's going to be something (laughs) that you did, whether it's the part of the divorce or it's this or the, you know, the other day, Jolie said something to me and it's not true. I mean, at times I favor Jace at times. There's at pieces when Jolie's driving me crazy and she's whining and, um, but she's like, you like Jace better than me. But I was like, no, baby, Jace was just listening to mommy and I was saying, like, thank you for listening. Like, I just need, so it's like, you know, I'm like, okay, now I got to watch on that because I don't want her to think that, like, you know, I'm favoring Jace or, so it's like, um, all
3: siblings do that.
0: Do they? Okay, good. And by the way, all
3: parents have a favorite. They all say (laughs) that they don't, but all parents do. And the kids know. Uh, (laughs) The most sibling rivalry comes when there is not enough parent to go around. mm. So in other words, really busy parents that aren't investing in their kids, there tend to be more sibling rivalry because they're fighting for that small piece of love.
0: Aww,
4: that breaks my heart. My daughter's name and my phone, her phone number is favorite kid. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't do it. She did it, but- Is you Emmy your favorite? <laughs> no, honestly, I could honestly say it's different times, different kids. Yeah, I think it's different seasons. Yeah, yeah. So, and as they
3: go through different developmental yeah. stages as well.
4: Yeah, so no, she just puts that, but you know. <laughs> it's all of them. Like what I love. Sure. My
3: oldest was five years older, so she went through the intellectual sp- explosion earlier. So t- watching her read and ask her ask those questions about the world that was so exciting for me as an intellectual. Um, but then when she went off to college, and I now had a teenager at home alone for five years, she and I went traveling and did mm. stuff, and she became my cool buddy. And her joke used to be she got you alone for the first five years of her life, but you didn't get to do anything fun because she was little. (laughs) I get you alone for the last five years, but we're doing fun stuff. That's (laughs) a good point.
0: What has been the best thing for you in your divorce? Like, What's been the the benefit in divorce for you emotionally, spiritually, all, all of it?
3: Uh, first of all, i am not divorced. I, uh, I lived with the father of my children for nine years and chose not to marry him. Great. So, which turned out to be the best thing in the world. Um, and because it's a community property state and I got to keep my real estate. Uh, but, uh, I would say if, when I looked up the research on it, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. So the first is whatever toxic thing that's happening in your relationship, that's causing you To struggle with parenting, for instance, if you're fighting about all these different styles of parenting, all of a sudden, you don't have to confer with anybody, you get to parent the way you want to parent and sometimes that can make you a better parent because you lose the struggle and the fight. Um, The other thing it does is it gives you free financial freedom because couples fight so much over money to be able to say, I'm good. And there's research to show that women are actually better investors um, because men uh, are action-oriented and they're moving in and out of the market so much and they're making all these financial moves that are problematic and women are kind of like, let's let this stock grow, see how it does, right? Just like a baby. And um, so financially, it can be better. It can also be better to have the time, as I said, to go to therapy. I mean, I went to therapy. I've been in therapy for 18 years. I would never miss it. It's my church. And um to figure out what your piece in it is so that you don't make mistakes. For instance, I was always attracted to bad boys or Mm -hmm. people who were, I didn't realize bad boys were this, emotionally avoidant because I had a little anxiety around attachment. So it was like, I was gonna make him love me. I was gonna be so perfect. I was gonna keep it together. Um, And if I met those nice guys with a secure attachment style, I would go, ew, he's too nice. And then I learned, and it took me, really, I think the healing attachment with my kids i learned what real love and trust and security felt like Mm -hmm. and when i met this sweet man later in life who does the dishes and the laundry and helps me and helps me and helps me and helps me i'm just like Mm. i feel grateful and i can Mm -hmm. accept it and take and not
0: push it away and
3: not push it away i used to push away Mm -hmm. like what's his problem now i will say in the meantime i when i was trying to learn to, to tolerate kindness I would date people who seemed kind, but then I'd realize they had their own anxious attachment style Mm -hmm. and they were actually insecure. So trying to be super nice to try to keep me close. And then if I didn't sort of read their mind and figure out what their needs are, they would explode in anger. And that was just insecurity. It wasn't a secure attachment. My boyfriend is so secure. He's got such a backbone. Mm -hmm. He knows how to say no. But the rest of the time, he's just happy to be giving. He said, acts of service are my love language. I love to help. So it's great, but it took a lot of years of healing my own attachment stuff and figuring out what my piece was instead of blaming men for ghosting me or abusing me or treating Mm. me badly. I had to figure out why I needed to choose them.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of on that journey right now. (laughs) (laughs) So I love therapy though. So good. Cause you're really realizing so many things and going like, no, actually I'm going to, I'm going to not going to go down that same road. I go down. Every single time I'm going to work on myself and then go down the right road. (laughs) And the most important
3: thing is actually to see the red flag super early and move off Mm. because we get in love with hope. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a small thing. And, you know, and like one time uh, in the very first few weeks of dating the father of my children, I had a shoot that was in Dominican Republic at a resort. And so I said, well, I've got a hotel suite there. I'm working. Why don't you just buy your own plane ticket and come? And it was in the early heady days of the first few weeks. He's like, sure, right? And so when I was finally checking out, because I had my credit card on the hotel desk, I went to check out and I saw a couple T-shirts that were bought from the pro shop. And I'm like, what is this? And they say, oh, yeah. And I looked and there's his signature. So we go out and we're waiting for the bus to get to the airport. And I said, hey, did you buy a couple? He goes, yeah, I did. And I didn't stop and go, you didn't think to ask me or you weren't going to pay me back for that? And so that was him starting to test my boundaries. Mm -hmm. Then a few months later, when we moved in together, my assistant said to me, you know, he's using your FedEx number to send some business FedExes. (laughs) And I mentioned it to him. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll pay you back for it. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Well, nine years later, he wrote himself a check for $200,000 on a line of credit Mm -hmm. I had on my real estate because I gave all those little permission all the way along. So having boundaries at the beginning, when you're in the heady days of excitement is very
0: important. Yeah. I found Mm. out that a necklace that someone bought me was a free gift from one of my Instagram people that usually sends me jewelry. (laughs) And I'm like, are you kidding? So this, I'm like, I'm so sorry that this person DM'd you for a gift for me (laughs) because they knew they were going to get it free. Like, yeah, yeah.
4: But that's why cuz I know in the beginning you have such a hard time allowing men to pay. I do. Or anyone in general, but especially men. But like that's such a good point. If from the very beginning you're just like showing that that's your boundary, like that mm. that's why these things happen. You got to let them pay. I know it's so true. The it's so
0: true. I'm always the one that's like paying.
3: Yeah, you have to let them pay at the beginning because <sighs> that one People work harder for something they invest in, Mm
0: -hmm. whether they
3: invest time or money, Mm -hmm. they value it more Mm -hmm. when they do a little bit investment. And secondly, paying at the beginning demasculates them. Yeah. So they have to find other ways to exert their masculinity with maybe other women. So um, it's really important that I always say at the most basic biological level, sperm chases egg, not the reverse. And we have to give them the gift of the chase and then they will value us more and treat us better. (gasps) I'm going to use that
0: sperm chases the egg. That's so I good. love that. It's you know, yeah. it's so true. I think there's sometimes I'm so available for the wrong person. Yeah. Yep. And I'm oh, almost geez. like I'm yeah. not going to pick up the phone when this person calls me to be because I'm like, I'm just too available. And I think if I was a little less available, like I would be but then I'm like, but then it's a game and I want to play a game and like. The Why Men well, Are Why Women Are Bitches book. Like I get it. Like be unveiled. But at the same time, I'm like, to me, I'm like, isn't that just playing a game and not being I who I am? Think
3: of it as a game, I would think of it as a negotiation. Mm. You know, commitment comes to the women who know how to negotiate commitment. Believe me, there's no such thing as grooms' magazines. This guy is not spending his life thinking about the perfect tuxedo he's going to wear down the aisle. Mm. It is all created and manipulated by women, and the smart women know how to keep their you. It's interesting because I was having lunch recently. I have friends of every single social strata from literally, you know, poor writers at the beach who are surfers to uh, people who own their own jets. I'm just one of those people that walk through lots of social class. And so I was having lunch with some completely wealthy women in Miami recently. And uh, I have to say during patriarchy, uh, for women to extract resources from men as a survival tactic was a very viable and important. And, you know, I never looked down on a woman who's a quote unquote gold digger, because that's the only way to survive during patriarchy for many historically. So these women had never worked in their lives. Um, they'd each had a couple husbands. Uh, they were enormously wealthy with like houses on private islands, kind of wealthy. And um, I said to them, like, don't you feel guilty never paying for anything? And they said, no, when he has a meal with me, he's paying for my time. And my time is valuable. Mm. And I was like, whoa. Because I was always independent, trying to be 50-50 and pick up checks because I always had a career. And they were like, no, no, no. He's paying for my presence and having me with him and that is valuable.
0: Damn, I gotta go to Miami and have a, like a lesson with these yeah. girls. Really, <laughs> this is my time. Please. <laughs> yeah, but that's like that's kind of so hot. True. I mean, I don't like the fact of not working. Like, I have to work, and I like to. I like to be. Um, but I will say, I will, I don't think I can. I can ever date someone that isn't. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I need to choose my words correctly on this. They need to be successful in their own right, because I feel like I've taken, uh, I've dated other people that weren't. And then and then I, I, I but me as the person, like I want to care and I want to give, but then I just get taken advantage of.
3: Exactly. I did that all the way along because I always was the successful one. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the plight of where we are in the mating marketplace right now. In Western culture, we are seeing an oversupply of successful women. The feminization of college campuses has been going on for two decades mm-hmm. now. I teach at a college, that's 70% female for every two guys that graduate um, college. There are three women, even medical schools are 50, 50 now. Wow. And so as a result, women have this Cinderella complex in their head. They don't like to date down. Uh, In fact, there was a sociologist in Scotland who coined it the George Clooney effect. The more education a woman has, the more money she makes, the more she wants her man to make even more. And that's a very, very small population of men. Right, And so this is the plight. There's a, a mate crunch for successful women. So finding somebody who either um, has the self-esteem to stand beside us or has their own success is, is work. It's a, competi- it's a competition. And that's why you need to have skills to close that deal. It doesn't just happen. I love it. close that deal.
0: Let me close that deal. Close that deal. Gonna close that deal. I'm, I'm not going to answer the phone today. So we're starting someone. <laughs> just like, okay, and it starts. The deal starts now. But then in my exactly. mind, this is where I go. I'm like, but then what if he never calls again? And if I like, don't call back?
3: Because <laughs> you think there's only one fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. There are hundreds of thousands of men one thumb swipe away. So that's the other positive thing about the mating marketplace um, is that they're just so many mates available. The Mm. problem is human beings suffer from something called a paradox of choice, which Mm. means the more choice somebody is given, the less likely they are to make a choice. When they do make a choice in an environment like that, they don't value it as much because they're thinking about the bigger, better deal that could have gotten away. Mm. And so what's really important is that women very early on in the dating relationship create structure and boundaries and rules. So for instance, I tell women all the time, the time to ask for sexual exclusivity is before you have sex. And the conversation should go like this. Hey, um, I'm kind of into you, you're kind of into me. I'm not asking you to be my boyfriend. I don't necessarily know if I wanna be your girlfriend yet. But while we're getting to know each other and exploring this, I would like to move into a physical relationship but I'd like to know I'm the only one you're having sex with.
0: What if you already if- had sex before that conversation? <laughs> yeah,
3: and have that conversation. The barn door is open, right? Too late. Like I had a caller to my radio show last night <laughs> who said she dated somebody for five months and then asked him, "Was he seeing anybody else?" Mm. And I'm like, "You're a little late," and he got mad and said, "What are you asking me about?" So mm-hmm. you got you. So then, once you start having sex and you're continuing to audition and evaluate him. Then a few months into that, then you ask, you have the, what are we conversation? But if women, men are not going to have that conversation.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: No, no. They want to sail through life with no rules. We're the only ones that create the structure and the rules. It's our job biologically. We are wired to do this. Now, I'm not saying that women can't have casual sex and that women can't hook up but not if they're trying to close a deal with a long-term mate. It's a whole different set of mating uh-huh. strategies. Okay, yeah. okay. That's so that, that's, that's
0: where I needed to hear that. Okay, so, okay. Okay, because <laughs> I was, yeah. okay, got it. Mm-hmm. So if hot girl summer turns into something i actually actually wanted to be, then that's and they have a conversation. Yeah, got it. But yeah. women
3: think that they can convert a hookup into a boyfriend. Uh-huh. And it's very difficult to do with that. Great. Situationships <laughs> and friends with benefits don't convert. So you got to start out from the beginning. No, you can have some guy on the side before you start having sex with the guy that you want a long-term relationship mm-hmm. with while you're just dating him and making him wait and wait. This women have done this for millions of years. This is the strategy. One to have a sneaky link and one to make weight because he's valuable.
0: Interesting. It's like she's in my little black yes, book. Said, you have a
4: lot to learn from her.
2: <laughs> Keep talking.
3: I was, okay, imagine this. Yeah. I Give it was to me, at Wendy. the age of 28, a news anchor and TV host in Los Angeles. And I am 60 now. So imagine how hot I was.
0: And you're I dated, stunning now uh, too. Thank you. So I dated
3: stop. every player, every <laughs> Super Bowl ring, every <laughs> Academy Award. So I sad. had a great time. But I was also really in a lot of pain because mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why these guys wouldn't commit. So I put my mind to it and got a master's and PhD in psychology and wrote three books on relationships only so I could tell other women how to do it.
0: Well, I'll be sliding into your DMs in about <laughs> yeah. five minutes and giving you my rundown so you can help me how to maneuver that, maneuver in situation. my situations. <laughs> Um, But where can our listeners uh, find you? Obviously you're on TikTok. What's your name? on? Is it just Wendy Walsh?
3: Everywhere. It's Dr. Wendy Walsh. I really encourage people to join my Patreon community. You can join as little as $4 a month, patreon.com slash Dr. Wendy Walsh. Otherwise I'm literally on every social media, just Dr. Wendy Walsh. And my radio show on iHeartRadio is on KFI AM 640 every Sunday from 4 to 7 p.m.
0: I love that you're amazing, uh, Kramer you. girl. will be sliding into your DMs <laughs> in about uh, like <laughs> 20 minutes. I'm gonna give you the lowdown, spill I'm some low tea, up. tea to you in my DMs. <laughs> and um, but no, seriously, thank you. I appreciate you coming on. Wind down.
3: Good to meet you guys. Okay. Thanks, right. Wendy. Bye, girl.
0: Bye. Bye. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to is your stop before attending your next concert. Kova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel hats, bags, and more. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tecova's, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots.
1: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: Oh my god, I love her. Love. She's so beautiful. I'm like I want to be I mean she's too young to be my mom. Well, maybe if she had me young. Your mom's pretty young. I and mean, my mom's 60. She's,
4: she's, yeah, she's great. I love it. I cannot wait to hear what she has to say for advice for you. Advice.
0: I don't
2: need advice. But also,
0: the statistics are. You know what? The statistics are, I think statistics are statistics. Statistics are. That that was so wise of me. Um, No, I don't think, I look at statistics and go, okay. I don't hold weight to statistics to statistics. I really don't. There's nothing that's ever, because, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't hold, I don't hold any weight to that. Yeah. I mean, there's truth to it, obviously.
4: Yes. It's harder to financially hold up to households. I mean, there's a lot of truth to a lot of it, but also, you know, it is what it is. When it comes to
0: things like you should stay in a marriage, a loveless marriage, statistically your kids are going to be better. I, I sure maybe the financial stuff may be different maybe the x y and z i don't think that you, they can go okay now their future relationships has to st- how does statistically mm-hmm. that benefit them yeah or dis- or not benefit them so well, that's I think where everyone's
4: I look at. situation is different and how it is after divorce you know are both of the parents still really involved are they not really involved is it be does it become a true single mom household does it not i just think there's a lot to it for sure mm-hmm. you know and i think it, it could all look different so you
0: know yeah it's interesting, yeah. It is all very interesting. Cause I, yeah, I, I look at it as a. I mean. I don't love any of the things. Well, how do I say that? Make Um, i I. I hated. I should oh, shoot. I'm gonna take that one back to it. I because Jolie, I I've started because she's she said the other day, I hate. And I go, no, no, baby, we oh, don't hate. Yeah. My mom, my mom drilled that into my brain. Yeah, we don't same. hate anything. Yeah. We dislike it mm-hmm. or we don't like it. Um so that I've been really making sure to I catch myself saying anything with the H word. I just know I don't like that word.
4: Yeah, and I don't either.
0: And I didn't like it coming out of her mouth either.
4: Yeah. I oh, especially yeah. I'm kid. like, oh honey.
0: <laughs> you know, ooh. I hate that. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't say it's that word. sounds
4: worse coming out of kids' mouths.
0: Ooh, yeah. and now I get it. Like my mom, I never mm-hmm. understood that. She's like, no, honey, we don't hate her. We say we dislike her. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what is the difference, mom? Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like. Yeah, I get it. Now I get it. Thank you, mother, for drilling that into my brain because now I don't say the H-A-T-E word. Um, but what I was saying is, is for example, when I got off the phone today with Mike, now I've let a lot of things I've done a lot of work. I've I've thrown a lot of rocks into rivers <laughs> and cried a lot of tears. And I really dislike a lot of the things he did in our relationship. And at the same time, I like him more now than I did yeah. in our marriage.
4: Yeah. Well, you were in a toxic relationship. 1,000%. And so I think that that is one of the exceptions to those statistics for sure. I mean, yeah. without a doubt, yours is for sure.
0: Yeah. And I think he likes me better now too because yeah. I'm not up his ass all the time. Yeah. About That's what X, i to tell y'all.
4: Hey, y'all will like each other a lot more. If you just-
0: <laughs> now, if I start thinking about the things that happened in our sure. marriage, that's when I'm like, oh, wait, he can't be trusted. I can't trust right. him. But when I can separate the man that I was married to and him being a dad and just someone I'm co-parenting with, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I actually like you more now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. I have to just like, that's when I'm like, okay. And then that's when I just have to like continue to do my work to – Because my work now is not really about him. It's just the stuff that the result of the things that I was, uh, you know, things that happened in our our marriage, you know, right? So that's, like, the things that, like, the fallout from X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's the same with you and probably your ex now. I mean, we're still, like, working on all the details and, like, getting
4: along just great. I like Minus him. that
0: like one little like yeah. sunshine thing, which by the way, I listened back to last week's episode, and I was just <laughs> oh. like, "Go cat, go!" And then I'm I, scared. but no, but here's here's the funny thing is, is I called Nick, oh, no. actually today because I was t- I talked to a business manager. I'll tell you about it okay. all afterwards. But he sounded like pissed, and I was like, "Oh, oh no. shit!" He listened to the podcast,
4: did he? <laughs> I didn't ask him anywhere. Oh, I, like, I know we've been getting along, so
0: okay, good. About it, so I was like, "Are you okay?" He goes, what? "Yeah, why?" I was like, uh I just." You sound like in a bad mood or something. You're like waiting for it. Did you listen to the
4: podcast? No. Um, I mean, I think that I was, it's fine. I think he knew. I think he knew he shouldn't have and couldn't have controlled that situation. You know how you do it. You know how we do it. And we try to control. And then you're like, after that, like, I had no right to try and control that situation. I'm just going to say, I think he knew.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, there's so many times I remember early co-parenting where I would call Mike and be like, can I talk to the kids? And he'd be out. And I'm like, you're out? Yeah. And I, I would, you know, you know, text the Queen down being like, I cannot believe it. He's out. And it's like, I can't control it. Yeah. yeah. Do, like, I, I can't control when he gets a babysitter or when he doesn't get a babysitter or, you know? That's tough. Yeah. That's already going to be so, hard for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Just because I want to control all of that. <laughs> <laughs> what is
5: wrong? What
4: is that? Because we always have. Think true. about the marriage. True, true, true. In the marriage, you controlled where the kids went, when they went there, when they, all of the above. And now, for me, half the time, you, I don't know, 30% of the time, don't get to control that. Mm-hmm. That's hard. So you have to learn to live with that.
0: I think it's also too like, well, if I would have known you went out, I would have just kept the kids here.
4: <laughs> well, yeah. So, but, the, but that's not fair. Right. But isn't there kind of, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm still learning all this, but it, isn't that part of first right of ref- refusal, though? Overnights.
0: No? Oh. So like, I'm leaving for L.A., and it's only for
4: overnights?
0: I believe in 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 my thing is it's a, if it's, yeah, I believe hmm. it's if they're, if it's an overnight.
4: Okay, gotcha. I didn't know. We're still working on our stuff, so.
0: Yeah, but maybe now I'm going to have to look back on that. But I mean, shoot, like when we go to dinner with a girl, it's like, I'm not going to be like, I'm going out. It's like, it's right, too right, much right. like yeah, plans, gotcha. like you go out with your friends, you make plans, you whatever. Um, But no, I mean, we definitely... You know, and I I will. I asked him. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to leave Wednesday now. Do you want Wednesday?" And Mm -hmm. but back to the thing, though. I think it's (laughs) I have to pee as one thing that just came in my brain. And then then all the other thing is, um, yeah, I I think it's about separating, about separating control, about separating all of it, and just if you get divorced, because I'm always going to be like, you deserve to be happy. Never stay for kids. Sure.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, and that's yeah.
0: what I said. I don't think anyone should stay in a marriage just for their kids. I really don't. Yeah. Unless, I, of course, they're going to be homeless.
4: Sure. Well, yeah, I definitely think that there are times there and are reasons. For, for sure. sure. I mean, I get it. I understand. Yeah. But I think for me, too, it's kind of like, you know, I'm trying to break a cycle. True. Sure. You know, and I think that's important to me. And it's worth, you mm-hmm. know, going through some of the pain and hardness to figure that out. Yeah. That's and listen,
0: I stayed for the kids yeah. for six years. Sure. So like, and I saw the negative benefits of me saying, yes, mine was a toxic relationship, but even so, I mean, at the end of the day, I think people deserve to be happy. Sure. You get one life. Yeah. Do you want to live the rest of it? Well, I'll wait till I'm, you know, till the kids go to college. So you want to be miserable for the next, like, yeah. that's not a life for any, like, Yes. Look out for your kids, but like, look out for yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just like totally a selfish like standpoint. But
4: and I think all circumstances are different for sure. But yes,
0: I think I'm. Yes, 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 yes. The circumstances, And? and I've just not like allowed myself to have it so now I'm on this like love yourself Like you shouldn't stay because I'm like because I did for so long so now I'm like on that bandwagon Mm. because before I'm like the strong thing to do is stay you know what I mean like which it can be which it can be and then also like you know I remember being people being like it's also strength to leave you know and I'm like what and then now I'm like it's strength to leave (laughs) you know so now I'm like so I I think it's just (laughs) I know I haven't seen you in so long it's been such a catch-up we need to we have so much to catch up on I can't my little time in LA and I'm going back to LA and it's just so fun right now I got one more week of You know, the summer schedule, and then I'm back to 70% of... It's, like, almost over. I know. (laughs) I'm sorry. (gasps) But I'm very fortunate for 70%, and I've also enjoyed the week on, week off in the summertime Mm -hmm. because I've had so much fun. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. Thank you.
4: Because I just remember this time last year and how the thought of... Which even for me, Mm -hmm. the thought of week on, week off is a lot.
0: Um, Now, granted... I had them for two weeks straight yeah. and I've also had, it hasn't really been a full week each time (laughs) minus when they went to the beach, but like, cause they're still at my house. Like he drops them off here and then someone comes to watch the kids here for him. So I still see them all the time. That makes a big, big difference for sure. So that helped. And I also controlled. Them. I was like, wouldn't it be so nice if the kids came here? A
4: little control thing, but I, but
0: um, it was. It's good for the kids. It's, it's good nice, for the yeah. kids, right? I'm looking out for the
4: kids. But hey, you're enjoying your summer. I'm I'm just really proud of you.
0: Thank you. What's going to next summer? When I'm gonna going my to enjoy like a, summer? We're going to like Ibiza. <laughs> I don't even know. That isn't that like in a rap song something like. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what Ibiza is. To be really quite honest with you, um, hey Siri, never heard of it. Hey Siri. Where's Ibiza? Here's Ibiza. Spain. Oh, it's in Spain. Oh, okay, I'm in. Wow, I sound really dumb right now. <gasps> oh, okay. yeah, someone just goes that. Spain. <laughs> so we're going to Spain. I literally don't think I'm. No, but it. we're gonna like we're gonna hot girl the shit out of you next summer. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, every year, and I'll still be single. So you're gonna have to be. Oh, I will be. I'll be good. Okay, <laughs> I promise. Um, well, so this was fun. a really fun show, and. We need to catch up off record. Sorry, guys. See you next week. Bye. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort. It's the style. It's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacobas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacobas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's Tecova's, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring?